Well, hey, I'm Brady. And I'm Pete. And in this episode, this holiday episode mm. of The Movie Men, yes. we discuss some things that maybe are not children uh, appropriate. Right. Um, just in terms of... We don't go offside. No, it's just we don't say anything explicit. offensive. No. We just maybe talk about some Christmas secrets that are better left not yeah. entering small ears. Just related to Santa Claus. That's You've said too much. No, not at all. We just don't want to talk we about... We just don't want people to know where he actually lives. Yes. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, so anyways, if you're listening to this in the car and you have yes. Spawn in the car with you... That believe in Santa. Yes, because he's real. Mm-hmm. Maybe, don't. maybe don't listen to this episode right now. Around them. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Just not with them. Yes. Maybe, maybe pull over, put them outside of the car. On the roof rack. And then listen. Yes. Well, greetings and um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, mm-hmm. Happy Kwanzaa, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, I'm not super well versed in all of the i understand there's like a bunch more yeah. others out there that i'm happy missing. sunday evening yeah happy sunday Just evening generically unless you're listening to this monday morning in which case uh <laughs> happy birthday to me um Ooh. yeah monday yeah monday 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 i can see you i uh i don't see you i are you looking in through my window? Or? I have. Well, there's like I've got a closed circuit television uh, system set up. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. I'm. We're in the same room. Recording. We are, and it's. We are in our studio at a undisclosed location, mm, um, for fun. both mine and Pete's safety. <laughs> um, but this is exciting. We don't. Right. Um, we don't live in the same city with each other anymore. No. And so it's few and far between when we get to record um, in staring into each other's corneas, souls. Yeah. Um, and uh, but it's Christmas time mm. for Pete. And mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. And, and so a few other and a few others, yeah. and so uh, we're in the same neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of nice. Hello, hi, hi. Welcome to the movie men. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Have you been here before? Once. Oh, yeah. And you came back. I did. It's such okay. a good show. It is. Yeah. It can be. Well. I has think its so. moments. Carl's yeah. been on a few times. When Carl, uh, when Emily is here. When Emily oh. Mater is on this show. It's a, grab your popcorn, it's a, it's a good it time. It is, uh, it's a hot yeah. item. Yeah. Hot takes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Housekeeping? Housekeeping. Let's do house, screw that. Let's do housekeeping at the end of the show. Sure. Let's not bog people down. People know where to go. What about All the, of the stuff's in the What about the, the people who are, have tuned in for the sole purpose of finding out if they won Listen, Listen to the episode and find oh, out at the oh, end of the episode. Oh, oh, my goodness. Be a big kid about this. Yeah. Folks. Or just skip to the end. Or it's just really skip to the you. end. Yeah. Uh, but don't do that. Don't do that. Listen Don't to the whole that. thing. Because we'll know, and then we won't give you the prize. Yeah. Or something. We have ways of knowing. Like that. Yeah. Um, we should we should have like a mystery word that's like in the middle of the episode that we say, and if the person doesn't get that mystery word, they don't get in. the prize. Just sneak their name in somewhere. 
just be like, ah, and then, you know. So my favorite actor in this film is Bob Smith. And, uh, you know, I worked with a guy named Bob Smith. That is... I'm pretty sure wow. it was like a witness protection kind of ordeal. Because yeah, That guy had seen some stuff. Otherwise, how do you end up with Bob Smith? Bob Smith. That's not, um, that's not a thing. And yeah. he was from, like, he moved from elsewhere. Oh. Like, he, he showed up. And yeah. Was, that's if a, that's not hiding from the cartel, I don't know what that's, is. That's, yeah. Like, the Canadian, the, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, mm. it, uh, as previously mentioned, it, mm. this time of year, everybody is is celebrating something. Most yes. people. Most people are celebrating yeah. something. Or whether, if they're not, they're just celebrating being with their family and enjoying time. Right. Whether yeah. you're lighting candles progressively as the week goes on, mm. or you are stuffing things into socks, mm. that, that one sounded that's not mm. what i anyways there are more than those two options there are yes we whether whether you all. have coal on the way or you have presents um, no i just mean like some people don't celebrate either of those things true and i don't know any i feel awful i don't know okay it is my personal mm. um goal this mm. week okay. to learn more about kwanzaa sure i don't know anything about kwanzaa yeah i i i would know i know less than i know you know what if that like there's more that i don't know than that i know so i'm i'm basically agreeing with you that i don't know okay because what you said made no sense what but... i said was a very strange way of saying yeah. it um so having said that though mm. this is a christmas episode yes um yeah. not christmas to, movie not episode. to discredit or not recognize any of the other holidays but mm. just all of the films Yep. in our category were films specifically pertaining to Christmas. Yes. Um, and so that's what we did. And we mm. had four options that mm -hmm. we stuck out on the dark web. Yes. Um, that, um, yeah, mm -hmm. that uh, successfully people voted on. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, our survey didn't get hacked. <laughs> Like Life Labs. Mm -hmm. um, ooh. ooh, shots we, fired. We had but, uh, the, our website crashed though because so many people were voting. Like yeah. it was like when the Star Wars tickets went on sale, like it was just boom. And I got a angry letter from Bob Iger. Email. Sorry, nobody gets letters. I got an angry letter <laughs> uh, email from Bob Iger saying, stop stealing all of our internet traffic, <laughs> you dicks. Um, and so. And then, but there was like a, there were a, a mouse with big ears at the bottom of the email. So mm. it kind of. Okay. Made that. He was also not happy with our Frozen review. Oh. Yeah. Hey. But I said, that's okay. I wasn't happy with your Frozen movie. Yeah. So, so make a movie that I'm yeah. pleased with, and then you'll yeah. get different results. We'll, yeah. Uh, so anyways, we, <laughs> we had four options. Yeah. Uh, our four options were... What a wonderful life. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm, depends on the day. Depends and on the, the day. coffee. Um, uh, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Love Actually. Love Actually, which didn't get any it votes. did not get a single vote so good job like recommending was, that one pete it was the kid on the playground that not only was picked last for the kickball team but it was more so just just stay there we have a better chance of winning with you standing there than you being on our team yeah like it was please turn please don't look at us please don't turn even associate yeah and um, the fourth option was the santa claus santa claus the santa claus santa claus the santa santa claus spelt with an e Right. Because it is a legal matter. Legally not binding. A man. Um, one big thing about this. Thanks for noticing. Um, I'm just going to ignore that. Uh, the bonus votes 
played massively into this. Oh yeah. Um, so there, there were like people. You, love, by, what do you mean by bonus votes? So uh, we'll get into this at the housekeeping at the end. But uh, our tier two and above Patreon supporters, their votes on our weekly what movies we review count as three. Good lord. Yeah. Across all Across social media platforms. Every single social media platform, as long as they with vote the, on with each the exception one. of Twitter. With the exception of Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So, but Instagram and uh, yeah, Facebook, Facebook, and yeah. emailing in. And you email in a vote. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, they're like that's j- worth it. Love actually was just like missing in action. But the other th- wonderful life in Santa Claus had like a lot of voting power. I and feel like it- you said Klaus again. Klaus. I feel like Santa Claus. You're making this like a Russian kind of. <laughs> Santa- I'll make it what I want. Santa okay? Claus. Santa Claus. But yeah, the bonus votes really catapulted Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, everybody, mm. for voting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Santa Claus won. Yes. Our vote and our hearts. Uh, My heart. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. You don't like this film? Um, Of all the four films, it's probably the fourth favorite of mine. Wow. Yeah. I, have, I don't think I've ever really watched it in full before. I think I watched the first 20 minutes... And then once, like, the father and son went to the North Pole, I was like, yeah, I'm not into this. And, like, I turned it off. So it is worth noting then, moving forward. Okay. In our intellectual conversations. Sure. That this was clearly not a... You're not nostalgically tied up in this film. Correct. Right? You are are watching this and critiquing it as... An adult. A middle-aged man. <laughs> middle-aged? Who doesn't have... I'm going to live till I'm 120? The Yeah. Who doesn't have the... Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm 62. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... Well, you look yeah. damn good. I'm for, one of the Duna Dines. Also, that really confuses me because I've met your mother and I would not peg her as the mother of a 62-year-old. Yeah, no, I'm adopted. So, so. yeah, yeah, that would also explain. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're you're Correct. critiquing this. Yep. Very. Yeah. Just. Just harshly. Nuts and bolts. Like with what with, I see, what I com- is what I comment. With on. the Pete McCombie movie ranking scale of yeah. bullshit. Which so I actually, for those who are listening and would like a copy, I have formally made my copy of my uh, movie ranking system. And if you uh, if you reach out to us, I can send email it to us. You. Yeah, email us us. The email us us us, and we will email it back to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and our email link we'll post in. I'll, we'll post something yeah. about that in the show notes below. Yeah, show sure. notes below. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, well, so let's let's let's. Uh, so you obviously like this movie. I do, and I don't. Even, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't made. Any notes. I felt like notes were unnecessary. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. I'm noteless. Noteless in Seattle. And it's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, you want me to go? You want me to talk? I, I guess it's... I'll, I'll, because you've, you're more familiar with this movie, you can so, take the okay, reins. So fun, fun, fun things, things I know about the film. Sure. That maybe negate trivia, your trivia, I don't know. Uh, Tim Allen's first feature film. I saw that. First, yeah. I think they wanted someone else to play 
the role, and I'm not sure who. Oh, and I'm sure oh, that'll good. come up in your trivia. Oh, yes. I'm so happy. Um, and they couldn't get him, or they were too expensive, right. or something happened. Right. Um, and at the time, Tim Allen had Home Improvement mm-hmm. going on TV, which yes. was largely successful. Yes. And so Disney picked him. Yeah. Uh, interesting, because Tim Allen, prior to being an actor, mm-hmm. served jail time. I heard about that. Like he, yeah, like had a criminal record. Like had a criminal record. Like, <laughs> Do you know what it was for? It was drug related, Ooh. but I don't. It wasn't like pot. I think it was like cocaine or heroin or like Dang. it was a. It was a, he Ooh. was doing serious time. Yeah. Okay. Um, like a couple of years, he was in prison. I think. Um. So I mean, kudos to him. That's yeah. amazing. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um. And this film. I so not only did this film jumpstart Tim Allen's career, mm. but it also got a foot in the door with Disney, right? which several years later had Tim Allen voicing Buzz Lightyear. One year later, actually. Yeah, yeah. one year. Okay, yeah. there you go. Right, because this movie's 91? Four. Four. 94, yeah. okay. And what's Toy Story? Five, 95, or 96? 95? I think 95. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good for him. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a, you know, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this movie. I think that... This movie, I mean, it has a 90s feel to it, which helps. Oh, helps I, with that, cl- helps it instantly feel like a classic. Yeah, I, I love me some 90s set movies. And and I was so sad watching this film because I was constantly thinking about the fact that we just don't have movies of this caliber being made anymore. Hmm. This isn't a big, flashy movie. no. This movie has heart. Okay. This movie yeah. has some pretty funny, quirky lines from mm-hmm. Tim Allen. It does. Especially when he's talking about his ex-wife's... Attorney? Husband. Or oh, sorry. fiance yeah. or yeah. whatever he is. Neil. Neil. Played by the great Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I... It's, it's, yeah, this movie's just really good. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this movie succeeds because it has something that is lacking from the two sequels. Mm. Um, and, and it's, I think it's the recipe that makes this movie so good, um, okay. which is the fact that you have this fantastical concept. Mm hmm. This wonderfully believable lore mm-hmm. that has been created, right? Um, all of these rule, like they've 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 established right off the bat, kind of. This is how Santa works. This mm. is how this is how Santa carries out his duties in this world. This mm. is where the North Pole is. This is where, you know, like it's it's very, it sets up its own world. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and pretty much right out of the gate. Right. Um, and so you, you have this beautiful, fantastic world. Mm. And then you take a business-driven, cynical, right. sarcastic, mm-hmm. skeptic. Yeah. And you drop them in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And you make the success, the continuation Mm -hmm. 
of this fantastical concept of Santa mm. hinge on this guy. Hmm. And that struggle, mm-hmm. the personal struggle that you watch in Scott Calvin's character, mm-hmm. where Charlie never stops believing. No, Charlie, not, a, not for an instant. Charlie doesn't have an ounce of doubt that what he saw was real. A dream. Believe and he, that it's all yeah. happened and and that his dad is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And Scott struggles with that for a bit. Like he, you know, it's clear that he initially wakes up mm-hmm. thinking, like at, at you have to, as I was watching the film, because I was looking for plot holes. Mm-hmm. I was looking for issues. Sure. I was looking for reasons to, you know, to not be in love with the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted, you know, so part of me was like, okay, is this a realistic reaction on Scott Calvin's part Mm -hmm. to Santa on the roof and the sleigh and the magic of it all? Mm. Is this, is this realistic? Mm -hmm. And I think the answer is yes. I think that he comes, you know, it's like... Someone's on the roof <laughs> and he goes out and looks and like, Hey pal, like get off the, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and he's going through the whole lawsuit concept. He yeah. goes like, he's on the roof. Yeah. He fell. Not my fault. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> and to which he says, I've got a good attorney. I've got not a good as good attorney. as my ex-wife's, yeah, but, but I've got a good attorney. Let's not open that sore yeah. wound again. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so, and then, and then sees the reindeer mm-hmm. and then is trying to, so then he enters this stage of like the only, reindeer on the roof. Yeah. That is hard to explain. Like he's struggling yeah. and then the yeah. ladder appears and he's like, what the hell? Like yeah. what's, but then, then he gets up and the moment that he starts delivering presents, the mm-hmm. moment that the magic happens, the mm-hmm. moment that the, the sleigh takes off. Mm-hmm is the moment where this film could have gone either way. Mm. His his believableness in this situation could have gone either way. Right. An appropriate response mm-hmm. would be confusion, mm. panic, a bit of a psychotic snap maybe. Yeah. And yeah. Scott doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. He he delivers the presence. Yep. He does this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um which you which you could argue isn't realistic someone wouldn't do mm-hmm. but i think if you watch closely mm-hmm. you realize that by this point mm-hmm. scott has accepted the notion this is a dream this isn't real i'm dreaming so i might as well go along with this dream sure because again he's he does this whole you know there's a line merry christmas to all and to all good night mm-hmm. when i get up in the morning i'm getting a cat scan yeah. <laughs> right he wakes up the next right. morning yeah and the fact that he's wearing the pajamas mm-hmm. confuses the daylights out of him he mm-hmm. remembers it mm-hmm. but he remembers it as a dream mm-hmm. and so then when when he's wearing the pajamas and he runs outside and then when charlie starts recounting the tale to his mother scott is genuinely confused you can see right. in jo- in scott's face this like uh whoa, wait, what? How do you know about my dream kind mm-hmm. of thing? Right. It, 
You don't seem convinced. No, and, and and I get it. I mean, the only thing that I would argue with with all that you've said, it's all realistic, is you've just had a grown man fall off your roof and die. The last thing I would do is let my child climb this ladder and go on said roof. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't say climb on up. No. He says get down from there. And that's clearly not enough. Like, I'm literally picking up my child when he's in within reach and being like, uh-uh-uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like you're... I, th- that's the, uh, that's you're a realistic response. for weeds there. I'm, I'm not letting my child climb on a roof that's obviously at an incline. That just killed a man. Like, that's just not happening. Um, I'd agree. I, I agree that it's, it's a festive, warm, fun holiday movie. Um, about a selfish father who grows to like value his son and value family and that like generic core of what the movie is about I enjoy and I appreciate it's I guess I maybe appreciate how he helps others unlock their childhood dreams and wishes that had been repressed like with Neil and Laura or whatever the mom's name was Um, I think just overall like I'm just I don't have maybe the magic and the the nostalgia fueling my viewing when I watch this. Um, And something I found distracting, and this isn't like, I'm not saying this broke the movie for me, but this movie came out around when Jurassic Park did. And some of the visuals and effects in this movie were really poor, like almost distractingly poor. Like what? Like, like I'd be watching like some of the reindeer flying in the distance and like, it just like the animations weren't the best. Yeah, I mean... And if you compare it, like, people say, oh, the 90s. I'm, like, Jurassic Park came out in the 90s, and it blew people's minds. Yeah, I don't think... Like, I think Jurassic Park came out a year or so before this. Sure. Um, I But I think you're comparing a... Yeah. I a know. who know Like, I don't know who directed this. Yeah, that's right. So you're, right. you're, you're comparing a, a Disney Christmas film... Right. ...with a Steven Spielberg... I know classic action blockbuster of the yeah. summer right <laughs> sure. so i mean yeah the same can be said today sure right with yeah. um you know the trailer for um oh what's the one the new film where harrison ford is like up in the rockies and he's got a dog and the dog looks awful oh. the dog cgi and the dog looks awful right i yeah i don't and know. that's coming out the same time that's coming out right 20 years after some of the stuff that we got in Phantom Menace. Right. Well, it's a completely yeah. different ball game. Sure. Right. Two different, two different studios. Yeah. And I'll, two I'll different agree budgets. It's apples and oranges, but it's still a flaw. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, where, where do you want to go with this? Cause I, I don't like beyond what I've said. I don't have like many fundamental flaws with the movie. I have a couple nitpicky things that I want to just get in, like okay, ask well, you about. Go ahead. I could do that now. I guess. Yeah, do it. I I just do think try it's... to try to destroy my child. I, I dare you. That, that's what I do every week. Yeah, I know. Um, it, what an alarming Venus flytrap of a contract. So this card, all it states is to put this deceased Santa's clothes on, and the reindeer will know what to do. And you unknowingly enter into this like legally binding lifelong contract. Like I feel like it just punishes the good Samaritan who's just wanting to help save Christmas. 
Okay. Like, do you not agree? Like, you're you're putting the clothes on, being like, if I don't do this, Christmas is ruined, and then like you're cursed for life. Um. Like maybe that's a cynical way to look at it. I would say it's a cynical way. I don't know. I see like, that that has never occurred to me. It has just. I don't know. I think the way that I see that mm-hmm. is that when you're dealing with something like mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. and Santa Claus okay. and the understanding that, okay, there isn't one, like this film plays on the concept that it isn't one guy who's lived a really long time. Mm. It's a job. It is True. a a mantle that you take up. Yeah. That, um, is, that is a cool aspect, yeah. And it's not this, like, omnipresent yeah. one. Yeah. And I have kind of seen it. You, like, in a, in a situation like that, mm-hmm. you need a way of determining who's the next one. You need, you need it. Who, who needs democracy? And I think, I don't know, I think the vibes that the film gives mm-hmm. is that Santa Claus and the magic of the North Pole mm-hmm. is bigger than any one person. Mm. It transcends one person. That it's it's more important than whatever career someone currently has. Mm. Whatever dreams yeah. you... It's, it's a higher calling. Right. Whether it's the calling you wanted or not. Mm-hmm. It is a job that that needs to be done, and you have been selected. Um, And the magic of it all in and of itself, like, it's not like there's, like, Charlie, the love of Charlie kind of changes Scott's mind in a a couple of ways. Sure. But at the same time, you start to see Scott change personality-wise in ways that like when he's at that office meeting and he gets defensive about mm-hmm. the elves and all mm-hmm. that stuff, yep. the magic of it transforms you mm-hmm. into Santa, right? into being this Christmas loving, jolly, all around, amazing, mm-hmm. incredible guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, okay. I, I can, I can, I'll, I'll actually take that argument cause that is cool that it's always been more than one person and whatnot. As far as how it's done, so I, I'm gonna. So sorry, do you know this? Do you, do you know the concept of the second one? No. So there's a second clause <laughs> on the card. What? That if you if you have to like, I think you zoom in closer on the border. Like they get out this ridiculous magnifying glass that zooms <laughs> in five times more, and it's it it's basically something along the line. It's it's called the Mrs. Clause, <laughs> and basically what it is is. He has um, X many years from the time he becomes Santa. Oh, to get married. Okay. Otherwise, he loses the powers. He loses magic, hmm. and Christmas ends. So actually, that that balances it out because if you absolutely hate the job, you have an out. I guess, but again, you've destroyed. It's not like I think it's just. I don't think it's that magic goes to someone else. I oh, think it's Christmas dies. It, uh, oh. The magic gets okay. snuffed out. So that's different. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can't be that guy. Okay. Right? And and Bernard yep. says this. Okay. The head elf. Yep. Scott says, what if I just choose not to believe it? Mm-hmm. 
And Bernard says, then you would be disappointing millions of children. Right. Yeah. Who, who this is their truth. This is their... Yeah. Their hope every season. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to... There's one flaw in this film that I will acknowledge. Okay. And this is a flaw that every Santa Claus movie... Sure. Has, every, every movie that has Santa in it mm-hmm. has this flaw. Curious. And I have yet to this? see okay. any, but any yeah. film do a... I, like, I believe... I believe this is explainable. I, I believe you were going to say I believe in Santa Claus. I do. There's, <laughs> I believe there's something, there is a way that you can fix this, okay. explain this away in a film. Sure. I don't know what it is. Okay. I've never seen it done. Okay. There's, there's this continuation of these worlds that have been created in films mm-hmm. of kids believe in Santa. Sure. Grownups don't. Yep. But grown-ups don't question the fact that presents are appearing in the house mm. after they go to bed. <laughs> right. Right. And so. Right. And my girlfriend made a made an incredible point. She said you you would almost think that it would be easier for the grown-ups to believe in Santa than it would be for the kids. The kids hmm. have this; they just have to have blind faith. Yeah. The parents are going, "Where the hell did this mm. canoe come from?" Yes. Right. A canoe. Yeah. 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 Fair. Like, so, like, I just want to know mm-hmm. what is, what are the parents' explanation if they don't believe in Santa? Right. Where is it that they think that's coming from? Hmm. Yeah. Where, no. where, like, what is their, what is their rationalization for that? And maybe there is one. Yeah, like maybe you can explain it like just if you don't believe like there like there are magical powers in this movie that be maybe just there's some oversight that can come from a non-believer that you don't see what you don't believe and like I mean so that's interesting. I don't know. Because believing is seeing, seeing mm. is not believing. Yeah. Is a big yes. is a great line in that's this. That's right actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you explain that. But but that's a fair point. Yeah, because they say, he says, just because I see it doesn't mean I believe it. No. Yeah. Yeah. One last hole I want to poke in this whole how the power is passed on to someone. Can I say Yeah. that so far yeah. I feel, and this is yeah. this is objective, Sure. I feel like maybe I have successfully plugged the holes that you've been poking. I would, I maybe not like fully, like you've I would say the, the ship's not sinking. Correct. I will say that. There's still water like sifting in a little bit, but the hole is is patched up. Right. We don't need to worry about who's going to fit on the floating door and who isn't yeah. at this point. Okay. Well, there's room for the both. There's well, but the buoyancy and the what is what is etiquette these days? Like, if you're on a boat, is it like children first, obviously? But is it still women first, or is it because we're all equal? Like who? women and children. I don't know. I would imagine uh, quite often stuff like that yeah. is old-fashioned still i guess because i was on a cruise ship once in my life and like i was like what do we do like but i imagine that's something that men would start to argue i guess yeah right and then but see i don't know that's a whole nother thing now because it's because now you get if it is still women and children then you get into well but that's not how i identify oh my god oh no right yes which which 
causes like in the heat of this already yes. chaotic a ship oh, is sinking like when it was just like, men what do you do? women children it was chaotic enough. what do you do but yeah. now oh man anyways sorry that's another podcast that, that's next week we could i would do an episode on that we should it's not movie related but <laughs> well there's enough movies that cover that yeah. um so the problem i have with the contingency plan of pick out the card from the deceased santa and he, carry was, on. he was looking for identification yeah i know which is fair so okay let, something it'll he be would this. do santa is delivering presents correct in south america Okay. And there's a poor child that's living near a cartel. Okay. And the kingpin or the boss of the cartel murders Santa. And I'm not talking about like this guy's, you know, misunderstood. Like he is evil. This specific guy that is in this example is evil at heart. He kills Santa, takes Santa's card. What damage could this guy do to the children of Earth? by having this way of how, this is how you pass on the santa job and situate like responsibility like there are so many flaws like if it's if it's like a creep or a murderer or someone like do, do you not see how it's flawed i think <laughs> i think you need a little eggnog in your life okay fine we'll move like on. i don't even honestly i think mm-hmm I think that you don't actually stand behind that argument. I do. I think you see how, from a Christmas movie standpoint, <laughs> that that is such a grasping at the weeds. <laughs> I've never felt more strongly about okay. something. Okay. All right. Than then, that. All right. Then let's let's talk about. No, this we don't need to. No, no, no. Hang that on. that no, is no, no, pretty. No. I'm no. grasping at stuff. Hang here. on. Hang on. Yeah. Um, so first of all, sure. <laughs> I would say for the most, I would say the odds of that happening are limited uh, because I believe mm-hmm. that, and again, I don't know my holidays sure. yep. geographically. Yep. I would say that in a lot of these countries, mm-hmm. in a lot of these um, less fortunate countries where yep. you are seeing drug cartels. Yep. Um, I don't know if Santa Claus is the tradition. Like, I don't know That's, if Santa's visiting these countries. It depends. So if it's, my example was a South American country with a drug cartel. So traditionally they've been indoctrinated in like Catholic schools and Catholicism. So they might be indoctrinated, indoctrinated in a way that they believe in Christmas or they participate in, in some fashion. Okay. Maybe. 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 Uh, but he's still probably spending less time in those countries, sure. lower population. Yeah. Spending less time there. Sure. I would say, um, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some sort of, I don't know. I would, uh, I was going to say, I wonder if there's some kind of like magic that would protect it protect against that yeah but then again why wouldn't there be magic that would protect you from falling off a roof that's what it, yeah it, i find it interesting and i'm not even poking hole i'm just actually interested that there are some supernatural things about this whole nature of santa claus but very human like very non-magical things too but again i wonder like the source of the magic yeah the source of santa mm-hmm. appears to be the suit. 
Hmm. You put the suit on, you know, whatever. Right. And so I kind yeah. of wonder if, um, if in some ways, like not to the extent that the suit would ever wish its wish its wearer any harm, mm-hmm. but think of the suit for a second in right. the same way that you think about the One Ring. Right. Right. That the suit, although an inanimate object, yep. has some does have its own yeah. thought process. Right. Or or, or have its has own will. will. Yeah. Okay. Um and not that it would necessarily seek out Scott, not that it wanted no, Scott no, no. and that that was, you know, yeah. and that Scott needed to learn some kind of lesson and that this was the only way he would do it. Right. Um which is arguable, but mm. I don't think that that's what they're trying to say. Mm. Just that the suit maybe um values the the um i don't know the nature the the natural evolution and change the natural life cycle mm. of santa right i don't know yeah something i was thinking about okay. and this is this would make me very unpopular okay and um so the second i i enjoy both the second two movies sure they're they're not even you know, on the same playing field. Sure. They're very very different films than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone were to come along and shoot another film in a night to set out and be like, I want this to look like it was made in the nineties, mm-hmm. camera wise. Okay. Like we're gonna use lenses that are very '90s, kind of like what they did with Joker, and made it feel like a very '80s film. Mm, yeah. Um. I would be curious, kind of like what they're doing with Kingsman. Right. Obviously, I like. I don't want another Tim Allen one. No. Okay. Show me the origins of this suit, because here's my question. <laughs> And it, this isn't like a plot hole. Well, explain no, no, no. this to me. This no, is no. like I'm genuinely curious. Curious, sure. If if this is how you know you put on the suit, you kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. How did this start? Who's right. the first guy? And yeah. how did the suit get endowed with these powers? Yeah. So, I yeah. want I I. If done right, if done if if treated with the most at the. At most, like we don't, we don't want this to look like a twenty twenty two film. No, we want no, this no. to look like a nineteen ninety five film. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I would be interested in a prequel to the Santa Claus right. if it focused around yeah. the suit. I think there's that's that could be interesting. Whether I'd watch it or not, just because I'm not as into these movies as you, it would be have to be you like you said have to be done right. Because there's been so many origin or prequel facets to movies that we watch them go, not only did I not enjoy this, but I really didn't need to know the way they told us or what they told us. But it could be something fun if done right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can buy that. Yeah. As a kid, the ELFS, the <laughs> Elf Tactic Team, they were, I wanted to be one so bad. <laughs> They're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty bad. And that tinsel? Yeah. That, like, 
cuts the bars off yeah. jail cells. The poor prisoner's like, can I have some of that tits? As, as a kid, I watched this film young enough mm-hmm. that when the, and I kid you not, because this is, I mean, this is the wonderful way that a kid's mind works. Sure. When the big Rubbermaid container would come out of the basement <laughs> with all of the Christmas yes. tree decorations, right. I would be kind of eyeing up the tinsel. Nice. Nice. I would be looking at it just kind of wondering. Mm-hmm. Just with this sort of what if. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it can't, does it? <laughs> does it really? Does it? Let's give it a try. Because at the same time, like at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at that age, I believe in Santa. For sure. Which means I believe in elves. For sure. Which means if you tell me that those elves have tinsel that melts through metal. Right. Yeah. I I have you no would... reason to doubt that. Why not? I have no reason to doubt yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Something that... Um, so, obviously, like, as I watched it as an adult this time, I, I appreciated more, like, the Tim Allen, like, oh, let's see how he's grown, and he appreciates his son more, and he's changed. And I maybe appreciated a bit less, like, the magical, fantastic elements of this. And that that's just me. But w- something on that note that I absolutely just love and I just want to mention it. I don't have anything to add to it. It's just that heart. I don't know. For some reason, it's kind of heartwarming, but also kind of heartbreaking and just kind of funny winner circle scene at Denny's with all the other single parents that like Tim Allen goes, oh, you burned it too. And then like the dude with like the bandaged hands like, yeah. And just all these single parents with their kids that have just failed. And they're like, well, to Denny's we go. Yeah. I love that. Have you scene. ever eaten at a Denny's? No, it's not good. I, I feel like unless they want to sponsor us, in which it's case, breakfast Denny's stuff, right? Um, I think you can get lunch stuff, but okay. it's breakfast stuff yeah. all the time. I've never been like there are better breakfast and better other places that I could go when I, when I'm in a place that has a Denny's that I'm yeah. like, do I need to? I went to a Denny's been. once, yeah. um, just because it was right next to my hotel. Nice, and it was like. <laughs> 7 a.m. So nothing mm. else was really open. Sure. It was in Niagara Falls. Nice. Um, and I mean, it wasn't awful. It just wasn't. I think Great. I built up Denny's in my mind. Right. Yeah. So something just occurred to me. Oh, cool. And I think it explains a big portion of why this movie holds such a special place in my heart. Go for it. Yeah. I think that as a child... A lot of my understanding, okay. my mental perception of Santa Claus lore, of what the North Pole looked like, mm-hmm. of what the elves looked like, how it all worked, maybe with the exception of the falling off the roof suit thing. Sure. But just in just in general, like, you know, I we didn't have a fireplace. Right. Um, yeah. So the explanation that this movie gives yeah. for how that works, yeah. and and all of those things, I think that most of my image as a child of the North Pole and of Santa wow. came from came this, from movie. this movie. Wow. And hmm. so, which then would perfectly understand because I'm trying to think. I'm like, what other films? Right. Like the other films that had yeah. Santa were like cartoons, the, like the old claymation stuff. Yeah. Um, which just wasn't tangible enough. No, like no. I loved them as a kid, but it wasn't, it wasn't, um, yeah, no, it wasn't tangible enough. No. And I don't, you know, 
I just can't think of any other film that really took us to the North Pole and took us behind the scenes mm. in right. Santa's world. life and his yeah. world mm-hmm. quite in the way that this did. So this this was mm-hmm. this was my Santa Claus Bible. This right. was my truth. Right. Um, <laughs> and man, so yeah, no, I think that's I think I think that's definitely a big part of it, hmm. and that's how I ended up loving this film so much and and sure. having such a uh you know such a, a special place for it set aside in my heart right yeah so, something that's kind of just i would say maybe skimmed over at the end maybe other people it stood out to other people too is when charlie states when his dad's flying off and he states that he wants to go into the family business when he grows up like assuming to be he's gonna kill his dad yeah i mean so he simultaneously does two things one thing he says f you neil you're not my family so i don't want to be like following the family business doesn't mean being a psychiatrist so that's kind of a slap in his face but the other thing is like you are either murdering your father or being there when he dies or it's possible like at the north pole the north pole is a business that encumbers much more than just santa that's true he could just work at the pole Potentially, I don't know. The I way think I, you're the trying to make this a sex sadistic. I'm gonna kill you, father. Yeah. <laughs> father, father, I'm going to kill you I'm going someday. To be Santa Claus. Yeah, no, I don't know if that's how it works. Um, when, when, when the Christmas Chronicles came out mm. last year, have you seen Christmas no, Chronicles with um, Kurt, Kurt Russell, Kurt Boy? Uh, when it came out last year, I made a Facebook post saying, "So, nice. did." Did Tim Allen fall off of Kurt Russell's roof? <laughs> nice. And it still stay. It popped up in my memories, and I think I shared it again because nice. it still it holds up. Nice. I love just as a standalone line, like there's the meme nowadays, like I have a boyfriend. When Tim Allen comments on that elf's age, it's like oh, you look yeah, really yeah. good I'm for your age. I'm seeing someone in rapping. I'm, yeah, I'm seeing someone rapping. Thanks. Yeah, you perv. That was good. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's just a lot of fun little. Yeah, Lines that are tucked in there for adults. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, Neil says this. Yeah. Well, Neil's head comes to a point. <laughs> or I'm used to flying. I lived through the 60s. I lived through the 60s. Like all it's these okay. like, I little lived through the 60s. Um, Neil listens. Neil Neil likes that kind of stuff. He listens to me. Yeah, yeah. and then he charges you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, that that stuff was uh mm-hmm. that stuff's really good. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's so I love the relationship between Charlie and Scott. Mm-hmm. Where it ends up. That's like and, and, and I the, agree with you. like, like the closing great. of this film. Yeah. The closing of of my dad is Santa. Yeah. I get to go for a ride in the sleigh. Mm-hmm. I can shake this snow globe and see him anytime I want. Yeah. Um, the moment when Laura burns the custody papers which, as kind of this, which is not a legal course of action. Which is, That's, yeah, which legally does nothing. And which also, like, regardless of why you took the child, like you're Santa Claus and you went on a ride, when someone takes a child that they have no legal right of, like, guardianship most parents aren't just gonna wave that off yeah like that's not how that works which okay so which raises a question and maybe sure. i need to rewatch it yeah, yeah maybe i missed something okay yeah. but there was a moment where i got confused and i thought mm. it was kind of plot holy where where so scott takes charlie yes 
to the North Pole. Yep. Scott gets arrested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scott ends up like Charlie. Charlie's rescued by the elves. Yep. Yeah. Scott is rescued by the elves. Yep. Scott brings Charlie home. Mm-hmm. And they're okay with him now. Mm-hmm. They're okay with Scott. That's what I don't get. And and Laura has this moment of it really is you. Like, it's like an epiphany. And, and I just didn't yeah. realize, I, I just, I couldn't figure out what that tipping point was. That's, and maybe I, over, no. maybe I missed something. That's the crux of my point there. Like what changed? Like you took the child without the guardian's consent and just left and came back. Like replace the Santa Claus thing and just, in everyday and, terms, and, someone and yeah, taking like a child. I, I like, that's not cool. I don't understand. Like, in that moment, I was expect like, call the cops. Yes. There he is. Me too. Like, I know how he was going to... Like, fright, grab Charlie and, and pull yeah. him away. Yeah. But I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to re-wa- rewatch that spot. I think I'm I'm wanting to have missed something. I just rewatched... Like, I just finished watching it this morning, actually, and I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, what is... Like, what parent is just letting that out in the wash? They're like, oh, hey... We've all been there. All right. Yeah, I know. Trivialize me. All right. There's nothing trivial about this. Do it. Push me up against the wall and hit me with your trivia. All right. Who was in mind... Without my consent. Uh, but I'm giving it to you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Who was originally in mind when they wrote the role of Scott oh, Calvin or the Santa Claus? So when they wrote this, who did they originally have in mind? And I'm not giving you choices. Give me my options. No. Oh, I need choices. Come on. Do you need... See, I can give you choices, but I can, if you like. I would would like it. Okay. Let's go... You can give me, like, six if you want. Like, you make it it difficult. Sure. Sean Connery. (laughs) Sean Connery, for one. Um, Bill Murray, John Travolta, Michael Keaton... Harrison Ford and Kurt Russell. That's interesting for two reasons. Yeah. What, I'm what thinking either Bill Murray or Kurt Russell. Okay. Bill Murray would make sense that they didn't end up going with him because Bill Murray is expensive mm. and he's a nightmare to work with. It's impossible to get a hold of Bill Murray. Do you know this? No. Bill Murray doesn't have an agent. He re- oh, he represents himself, really? and if you want, doesn't matter who you are. If you're yeah. Steven Spielberg, yeah. if you want to pitch a film to Bill Murray, there's like a one eight hundred number that you can call and leave a quick pitch, and then he <laughs> will maybe call you back. Oh, he's awful. It's amazing. He's terrible. That's which, so Bill Murray. Though. Which has been like making this, like trying to get him involved in any kind of Ghostbusters project has been a, a nightmare. nightmare. Right. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell. Hmm. Yes. Kurt Russell's interesting because he does end up playing Santa. Yeah. And also there was a there was a myth for many years. Okay. It's not true. It's been proven not to be true. Okay. But there was a myth that Walt Disney's dying words, his the last words that he said just before he died was Kurt Russell's name. Sorry, and, and, and say that again? That Walt Disney's dying in with his dying breath he said the name Kurt Russell. What? Oh, I have so many questions. Like, what 
how old was Kurt Russell when this when Walt Disney died? Like, was Kurt Russell? Uh, he would have been a teenager. Okay. Yeah, he would have been a teen. Yeah. Um, and That's then, like the weird. next year, Kurt Russell does record as a teenager. He records like a, an advertisement for Disney World, like a black and white advertisement for Disney World and stuff. But it was like this whole like they believed that Walt thought that Kurt was the answer because Walt hmm. Disney was all about like in his building of Disney World and hmm. Disneyland and all this stuff. It was yeah. it was it was like he was trying he walt was always thinking about the future and about mankind and about building a better tomorrow for everybody right and and so there was speculation that he thought that kurt russell was the key interesting Um, i'm gonna go with bill murray though that's correct sweet uh yeah bill murray um was originally thought of for this role but he read the script and he just didn't feel like it was suited to his humor so okay it wasn't his type of which I can see. I I think I would have liked the Scott Calvin portions of it with Bill Murray. Mm. Once he's, I don't think, right the 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 in the fat suit and the no. actual Santa process. I don't yep. think that would have done it for me. I can I can totally buy. I mean, there's maybe said. other actors yep. that I could see, like yep. put stick a Tom Hanks in there or something, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Um. But I don't I don't see Bill Murray. I hear you. As that. I hear you. Um. So this one, I don't want to give you choices just because I don't want it like it'll kind of give it away so I just you need to just throw a dart on the dartboard and take a chance where was the uh, majority of the film filmed oh I think it's Mo- like where was the movie filmed primarily I think it's Toronto yeah you think so I thought so I could be wrong you're gonna punch it in I'm gonna go with Toronto sure uh, yeah you're actually correct it was uh, filmed in Toronto in the summer um, a couple things. The zoo that they're at is actually the Toronto Zoo, and whoa, bullshit! That's what this said. Okay, that's what I this need to said. rewatch. That's no, it totally is. That's oh my god, said. the polar bear! It totally is. That's what this. Another thing, they Holy actually gave Pete. the specific street that like this Denny's is on in Toronto, and a dead giveaway. Um, so for our non-Canadian listeners, um, at the time that this movie was made, you couldn't, like the only place you could buy alcohol was either at like a LCBO, Licensed Liquor Control Board of Ontario, or the beer store. Um, so when they, you can't just go to like your corner store and buy liquor. Um, when they pull into the Denny's, like the building beside the Denny's has a beer store sign on it. Does it really? It okay, does. I'm going to go back and watch. Yeah. That's amazing. So... Uh, yeah, Toronto, Ontario. Uh, the final question. Who was considered for the role of Neil Miller? So the dweeby stepdad. Um, and I'm, I'm going to give you some options. I'm trying to decide which options I'll give you. Um, who was considered for the role? Brian Cranston. Billy Crystal. Jeff Daniels. Those are the three. Those are. I'm the gonna three. go with. Oh God. I mean, I don't think it's. I wouldn't think that it's Brian Cranston because Brian Cranston wasn't really mm. popular at that point. Right. The issue I have with Billy Crystal mm-hmm. is <laughs> amongst many. It's issues. a name that we've talked about recently. Right. And 
What's the other name you gave me? Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Jeff Daniels was the actor in My Favorite Martian, which is a film I just made you watch, mm-hmm. which could be another reason why that's on your mind. Ooh. So I'm going to go with Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston? Yeah. Okay. So this is a bit of a trick question. You bet. It's all three. No. So two out of the three were actually considered. So okay. you. So it, it's not. It was a trick question in your favor. So you, like, you had a better not, chance of winning. One of the three was not considered. It's not Jeff Daniels. Billy Crystal was not considered. Oh, okay. So Jeff, according to this, but Jeff, Jeff Daniels, Daniels, Brian Cranston, and Stanley Tucci were all considered. Ooh, Stanley Tucci? Yeah. Apparently. I love him. Yeah. But that would have been a strange role for him. Yeah. The so usually when I'm doing my research for these questions, it's pretty like believable because there'll be like these two or three people were considered for this one role. Right. For this, like there are literally like sixteen names that were quote unquote considered. So I don't even know what to believe. Everything from Robin Williams, Tom Hanks, Chevy Chase, uh, Kurt Russell, Tom Selleck, John Travolta. Wow. Just some, some of these. So I got to a point that wouldn't make any sense. No one that's kind of funny and it became a reality. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then a couple of years later in Jingle All the Way. He's in Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would not have worked. No. Anyways. Anyway. What would you give it out of 10? Unless there's anything else you want to... No. I mean, I, I could talk all day about how much I love this film. Yeah. But I feel like I've successfully defensed against your nitpicking. And you've, that's... You've been a defense against the dark arts yeah. to the 10th degree. Yeah. Which means I only probably have one year in this position and then I'll be... <laughs> If that some sort of horrible accident, yeah. Um, out of ten, yeah. I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. I love this movie. Cool. That's. Fair. I think this movie's really good. There's yeah. one or two flaws. Sure. Like yeah. continuity plot hole things that yeah. I feel like are like one or two weak story spots. And I commend you for acknowledging that. That's. But that's aside from that, I think it's perfect. Yeah, that's fair. I give it a five and a half out of ten. Like it's. Definitely in the rent to maybe buy category. I wouldn't buy it personally just because I didn't like it's not my in my circle of trust for traditional Christmas movies, but it wasn't bad and it was fun to watch. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what did you No, don't do it. What did you watch this week? You can't don't do that. That's mine. That's that's don't even try. I wasn't even gonna ask that. I was gonna say what you have for lunch. Uh, I haven't had lunch. Like last week, what did you have? I don't eat lunch. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, shouldn't have asked. Yeah. Um, so I watched two, no, three things. Uh, the first was A Merry Friggin' Christmas, uh, which was your recommendation. Um, and I, it's we were kind of talking about this, and I guess it's not really a comedy per se, but it, it's definitely funny and had a lot of scenes I laughed at. And one that I literally just, I want to tell you what I laughed at is when the brother is at the front of the church talking about like, I guess it's his ex-wife. He's the one with like PTSD from yeah. having been in the Fallen army, off, but not bear. really in the yeah. army. Yeah. But he's talking about his ex-wife's like lover. And he was like, he was pretty half, he was a pretty halfway decent shortstop. And he just like, gets into this description of him. I'm like, dude, just stop. Just something about it just made me laugh. But um, 
I don't know what to say about this. Like, it was a movie. It's not in my top Christmas movies, but I enjoyed it. Interesting to watch Robin Williams in the role that he was in, kind of like the jerk father, an alcoholic, an alcoholic abuse, borderline abusive, like maybe yeah. not physically, but just emotionally. emotionally. Yeah. Um. So it was an interesting watch. Who's the main? Like, who's who plays the son? I'm not sure his name, but I've seen him. He's in Community. He's in some other things, and I yeah, actually he's enjoyed been in a couple of TV him. shows. Yeah. So it it was it it was a fun movie, not fun, but like a, a entertaining movie. Um. I, I give it probably like a five out of ten. Oh, okay, lower than the Santa Claus. Lower than Santa Claus, but uh, where do you stand on like Hallmark movies? His name is Joel McHale. Joel McHale. McHale, and he has been he's best known for yeah Community. Mm. Uh, that was the main Spy thing. Spy Kids Four D. I've not seen that. Blended. Oh, what, I don't even know what he played in that. Ted. Where do you where do you stand on Hallmark movies? Uh, hit or miss. Yeah, me. I'm in the same boat. I tried watching two Christmas movies this week, and I literally got into them each 20 minutes, and I just stopped because they were neither funny nor heartwarming. So my point is, a Merry Freaking Christmas. I found interesting and funny, and so I was actually captivated to actually watch it to the end. So I like, I think it was a good recommend. Sweet. Yeah. Also, I would have crucified you had you not watched it to the end. So good choice. Contractually obligated. Yeah. Um, I also watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Ooh, like in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it was interesting. Just because who doesn't like Christian Bale? Who doesn't like a good true story movie? Yeah. There's some true story movies that I walk out at the end being like, this probably could have been like a 40 minute Netflix documentary instead of like a two hour feature film. And I'd maybe say that about this movie. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just compared to what movie was coming out a few days after I saw it. Like it paled in comparison. So it, it was a movie. And the other movie I watched this week is if like lit, I'm like, there's no way to properly convey this to you. Like this is a family tradition. So I know you've seen this movie before, but this is the movie you oh watched this week. Here it goes. You are watching Gargoyles. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, no. Uh, White Christmas. Gargoyles. I what? don't know. Is that, that even a real from? movie, Gargoyles? It's a TV show. Yeah. White Christmas. I'm White Christmas. so relieved. I was certain you were going to say Die Hard. Oh, no. I'm so relieved. No, see, I would love to watch Die Hard White every Christmas, Christmas, but my yeah, family won't it. let me. Like, every time it's like, oh, let's watch X, Y, and Z, it's yeah. not Die Hard. I've seen White Christmas, but not in a while. Good. Watch it. It's it's one of those fun movies that's a throwback of just kind of like the lifeboat issue. Things have changed since it came out, but it, for what it is, it's just a fun holiday special of just four kids stuck at a ski resort hashing it out. Cool. Yeah. Watch it. It's a, it's it's oh, not well. Christmas till I watch that movie. Okay. Yeah. And okay. what did you watch this week? I watched uh, City Slickers. Right. And? Uh, I think the fact that it wasn't a Christmas movie and I watched it a week before Christmas was working against it. I guess. It's good. Yeah. I, I liked it. I okay. would give it, I'd give it like a seven out of oh, 10. Oh, wow. I okay. like it. Just the I just, timing. Yeah, just the, just timing. the timing. I was yeah. like, uh, 
I didn't enjoy watching it. Like I liked it, but I didn't enjoy that I was watching it. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? No, totally. Like if it had been January 31st. I felt I was watching it because I felt obligated to watch it. But you were. But I was up. Yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> so you felt I didn't want to watch should. it. But yeah, that's fair. Did you did you find your one thing? The two guys that are in it. Oh, that, that. you want to. But I also find? meant like, did you find your one thing? Oh, like if everything no. else. Oh, no, okay. no, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, young Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, yeah, half of the Sticky Bandits are in this movie. Well, and the wet bandits depends. They start out oh, as the wet yeah. bandits, and wet, then they become the it sticky goes wet, bandits. Then sticky, then right? sticky. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're sick, Marv. You're just sick. <laughs> you're so sick. You know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I watched that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I started speaking of Hallmark movies mm. that you start into. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I set out to watch the movie Noel on Disney Plus. Um, an Anna Kendrick film. Yeah. And I love Bill Hader. Right. And I, so I was yeah. pumped for yeah. this movie. Yes. I hadn't heard good things, but I was going to give it a try. Yes. Five minutes in, we wanted to shut it off. Yes. 10 minutes in, or 15 minutes in, we did shut it off. We're like, at five minutes, we're like, okay, let's, let's give it a, let's give it a little more. Sure. 15 minutes in, we were like, life is too short for this. Yes. It's awful. So. Like, what was happening? There was no semblance of story or believability. It was just goofy garbage. What are you, you're flipping your computer around to show me something. What's it say? Rant on Noel. Yeah, it's so bad. I sat down one evening. And you got and, 20 minutes in. No, it's, yeah. So, I there were two. It was between two movies. And I was like, okay, I'm either going to watch it all the way through if I like it. And if not, at 20 minutes, I'll switch to the other movie. Noel was the first one. I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I'm, I'm, it's not heartwarming enough to make me stick to the end. It's not funny. Like, what is captivating me to watch this? Like, I'm Merry Friggin' Christmas. Although it's not an uplifting movie and it's not a comedy. Like, I was intrigued and I was entertained. Noel was horrible. And the other one was Santa Girl, which was equally as horrible. Like I just I don't know that one. I haven't. I don't yeah, know the premise it, is but. like some Santa's daughter who wants to go off to college, and he's upset because he wants her to take over the family business. Oh, okay. Just like I, I don't mind a Hallmark movie, but when it's not funny, not captivating, not heartwarming, like why do you exist? Yeah, exactly. Like the people that showed up to work to do this, like I would have such self doubt in my life. I'd be like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life that this is it? Anyway. That's a little harsh. But At some point, you got to pay the bills and you just do what you got to do. Agreed. Um, I watched yeah. uh, Christmas Vacation. Again? It's so good. <laughs> I watched, I showed it, I was showing it to people who hadn't seen it. Oh, uh, okay. So it was like the social aspect of like, yeah, yeah, let me yeah, show yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Uh, I watched Christmas with the Cranks. So good. It's very good. So good. Not as good as the Santa Claus. I'd argue that I like that more, but it just has to do with when I saw yeah. each movie at sure. what age. Yeah. Um, but I would say Chris I think I was tearing up during Christmas in the Cranks. Uh which part were you tearing up? Um at? like the when the ham got flattened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. No, just when he gives away the package to the Right. The dying lady across the yeah, road. Yeah, to uh, Dan Aykroyd's wife. No. 
Oh, no, you're right. The Sorry. old guy. That's the old guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. Mr. whatever, Saluter. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that was, you know, and I like, I really like the Marty character. Mm. I like that there that yeah. Santa exists in this and that he's yes. real and that he, like, and it's, it's so this whole fun. confusing kind of. Yeah. But then, he, yeah, that yeah, was that just is, a fun little sprinkle good. of magic into it. It is. And it's not over, like, it's not in your face. No. Like, it's very subtle. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like that, too. Uh, and then I watched a movie called The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell with playing. With Kurt Russell, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this movie stands a chance at being stands a chance at being a 2018 film that will become that is a Christmas classic. Wow. That it's that, that good. could make the list of wow. This is wow. this is they tapped into something that filmmakers have not tapped into in a long time. Really. To do this, so that's my recommendation to you. Cool. And sorry, is it a movie or a show? It's a movie that's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah, it's a Netflix yeah. original. It's like an wow. hour and a half. I'm Kurt Russell. Like I'm surprised I haven't seen it. Considering it as Kurt Russell, yeah. it's just I it's really good. He's a great Santa in it. He's great. I could, yeah. I'm curious. To watch did you this. did you recommend something to me? White Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah. Right. White so Christmas. okay. Yeah. So finally, Christmas movies for both of us. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so drum roll moment. Let's. Mm. We have some winners that need to win. I, I don't know how to do a drum roll that will carry on the mic. Like, well, this. Well, that hopefully that carries. There we go. We have two winners to announce. We have two winners. Yes. Uh, you take the one and I'll take the other. That's that's how we'll do it. Okay. The first winner is Daphne Kirkpatrick. Hooray! Yay! Woo! And the second winner is That's it. You're just going to you're just going to breeze right off a of Daphne like that? Oh. Well, we'll we'll, na- we'll announce them both and we can circle back. Okay. Yeah. The second winner is Brenna Alashowskis. Yeah. My sister. Uh, so that sounds is sketchy not, yeah. that Brady is saying that, but I can attest that like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. There, there was, I walked across broken glass and no. then drew a name out of a hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the broken glass was on fire. It, yes, it should be. And the fire was made of acid from the tears of orphans. I was just gonna say, and the glass was made of orphan tears. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's wow. we are both yeah. horrible people who share are on the same page. I was watching a thing this morning that was talking about oh how oh uh, science has proven oh that when you are in when you're sitting in proximity of someone, sure. your brain waves huh. start to synchronize. Interesting, and that we've like, and then it sh- like it 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 used studies to back this up. Interesting, yeah, interesting, and it had all to do with like social influence and stuff, right? Like that. So it was really cool. Cool. But yeah, uh, those are two winners. So they you won uh, the, the Wicked Awesome packages of yes. Wicked Awesome. Yeah, of wine, chips, chocolate, valued at $20 a piece. Yeah. And they won it by either signing up for to support us on Patreon or were existing Patreon supporters. Yes. So hopefully you like salt and vinegar chips. Yes. If not, I do. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. That's not how it works. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll be getting your prizes too. Thanks. Our next, and then I mean, we'll do more. Stay oh, tuned. Yeah. More prizes. This is sign up for Patreon sign because it. you will do be it. added to these. Mm-hmm. We'll probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe something kind of chocolate heavy around Valentine's Day, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then Easter probably, and yeah. and every couple months we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. summertime. Yeah, and, we're working and right all now expenses on paid Christmas trip to 2025. Jamaica. Yeah, we're, we've got a, yeah, a Caribbean trip that we're giving away. So. Yeah. 
Facebook, Instagram, yep. Twitter, Twitter, email. Links will be below. Patreon. Yes. Check it all out. It's yep. all below. The best part of Patreon mm. is that you are supporting us. Yep. You get access to a bonus show, yep. which gets released pretty much weekly. Yep. Sometimes sometimes we uh, miss a yeah. week, yeah. but pretty much weekly. Yeah. Um, and by supporting us, like just covering our overhead costs. Covering our or overhead covering costs. Covering some of the overhead yeah. costs. Yeah. And, uh, and you get entered into yes. Wicked Awesome. Draws. Like, for the most part, like, it's just a good deal. Yeah. Like, the yeah. more I think about it, there are people who have been signed up for a dollar for, like, two months. So, they've they've literally given $2, mm-hmm. and they've won $20 worth of prizes. Yes. It's a very good investment. And if you give a dollar a year, yeah, or a dollar a month for yeah. a year, mm-hmm. that's $12 for the year. Mm-hmm. You, you have to support for almost two years mm-hmm. before <laughs> you, like, like you're, paid, you're just going to keep winning for... prizes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And because we only have seven supporters right now, it's very the good odds, odds are good. It's very good. And we usually have more than one prize. Yes. Like we can elaborate. Wow. Can I support good. us on Patreon? Hmm? Can I support us on Patreon? You sure can. Can I win prizes? I don't know about that. That seems sketchy. That's kind of sketchy. Yeah. So Damn it. you should, but you I'm going to support win. us on Patreon under a pseudo name, <laughs> under an <laughs> alias. Pseudo McFig Bob or something. Smith. Bobo Good old Bob Smith. Yeah. Bob Smith. <laughs> Anyways, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever holidays it is that you celebrate that we are missing, not thinking yeah. of. Happy time spent with the people or things that you like to do. Yes. Yeah. Whether that's video games, mm-hmm. skinning the neighbor's cat. That is too far. Sharing a bowl of sugar. Yeah. What? Yeah. I want to do everything he describes in that scene. <laughs> He's like, ah, uh, you know, we shared a bowl of sugar. Took a shot of dark moonshine took or something. Some, yeah, took, no, sh- shared shared a bottle of scotch. Yeah. Played around with a shotgun. Yeah. Skin the neighbor's cat. <laughs> yeah. These all sound like great Christmas Eve traditions. Uh, I guess. We have one episode left this year, folks. That's We are going crazy. to do Star Wars, The Rise, the of, Rise Skywalker, of Skywalker, which should probably sounds like that episode is coming out next Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, the 29th, so tune in for that. And yep. then that's it. That is it. That's it forever. We're done. For 2019. For for, We're doing this next year as well? Oh. Uh, we're going to keep going? Yes. Good Don't Lord. Don't stop now. Good Lord. Okay, right. well, until next time and the time after that and the time after that and the time after that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Secret Level Entertainment presents the Adventure Comedy Podcast for your holiday season. Magi in the Quest for Christmas. You've heard of the three wise men, but not like this. He is going to make us late. Baz is a new recruit to the Magi Order. She's headstrong and brave and, well, bored. Keep reading the stars to your heart's content. Me? I want to make my own future. But when a bumbling angel of time gets his missions mixed up... I'm never going to be one of the great angels of history if you don't give me a chance. Baz and the other magi find themselves displaced in time by almost 2,000 years. Why is it so cold? As we follow this star to this prophesied messiah, we would need to prepare ourselves for all manner of 
mystical displacement. Still searching for the prophesied infant Messiah Jesus born in a manger. He will be the king of broken men. But in a future where Christmas has come to mean something very different. This is the line for Santa. You know, ho, ho, ho. We're not looking for a fat bearded man. Where's the baby? And with the desperately evil King Herod on their tail. I can travel back in time, somehow, and I can kill that sniveling kid before he grows up. <laughs> this is perfect. The three magi will have to do a little more than stare at the stars if they want to rescue baby Jesus and set history straight. This holiday season, listen to the adventure comedy podcast that's perfect for all those long winter road trips. With a hilarious and unforgettable new take on the familiar nativity story, Secret Level Entertainment presents Magi and the Quest for Christmas. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.